Follow me on Twitter, PRTheGreat609, Instagram, TheGreatPR. Once again, the 1P1Pod Podcast. I'd like to thank everybody once again. This is how I open up every show. Thank you for your support. Thank you for listening for the past couple of weeks, man. Uh, episode 5, we back. We on. Um, got a lot we're going to talk about today, man. We're going to have some fun. Um, last episode... You know, we had you know we had fun. You know what I mean? I think the the serial debate was fun, right? We like that, right? We got more. Top five, top ten cookies, best and worst. So I feel like y'all need you know, I feel like I need to educate y'all on this, you know, on this culinary shit. You feel me? We also gonna hear a track from the homie BE's Brian Ennels from Hennessy and Enemies Volume One. Track is called Tranquility. Make sure y'all check that out, man. It's a dope track. We also gonna talk about this Twitter versus Facebook thing, volume two, right? Definitely gonna go over that. And then we got our get the fuck out of here segment. Starring featuring Diddy D Wade. Robert Kelly, unfucking real. Then we got the homie, homie Humble Teej coming back. Black Jeopardy. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be crazy. We're gonna have a good time. And then once again, as always, goodbye life. So we got a lot going on today, man. Like you know, appreciate y'all for for hopping on and and. Subscribing and following the SoundCloud and, and just checking in, man. Getting a lot of good feedback, yo. So thank you. Really, really appreciate that, man. So follow us at on Twitter at PR the Great 609. Instagram the Great PR. 
Make sure y'all also subscribe if you haven't already to the iTunes. Or follow me on the SoundCloud. Got a lot going on, y'all. So without any further delay, we're going to jump right into the first segment. And the first segment, as always, terrible food, right? So I'm on vacation and I do everything I need to do in the morning. I don't feel like cooking. Normally I cook my breakfast, right? Real simple. Or I had some fruit, whatever. I hadn't had pancakes in shit months for whatever reason. So I felt like I wanted some pancakes. I got a nice little diner spot up the street. I go in there, I get me a platter, right? Pancakes, turkey bacon, eggs over easy, right? Because I'm an adult. I don't eat scrambled eggs. I'm an adult. Y'all should too. If you eat scrambled eggs, shame on you. So, every time I go into this spot, lady always, I usually get a sandwich, right? I don't get the platter. I go, you know, turkey, bacon, egg, and cheese on a Kaiser, toasted Kaiser, or turkey, bacon, egg, and cheese on a toasted everything bagel, right? Because I'm an adult, right? I'm not eating plain bagels because I'm not two. I'm not eating all white bread because I'm not a fucking coon, right? Every time this lady, she asks, she goes, okay, oh, how you doing today? Yeah, nice Spanish woman, you know, Latin woman, I should say. Hey, you want salt, pepper, and ketchup? No, I don't want salt, pepper. What the fuck do I want ketchup on my eggs for? Like, I don't, who the fuck puts ketchup on eggs, right? So I go in there and get my platter. I order the platter, pay for it. Because I, gra- I grabbed a coffee and an orange juice for all you niggas. Orange juice. You, you feel me? Not no bum-ass apple juice. Not no grape juice. I ordered a- I got an orange juice. Because that's what adults do. We drink orange juice. And then I go sit in my car. I think it was like almost 100 degrees that day. Sat in the car, sat in the AC. I'm right in front of there so I could see when they put the platter up. It's time. Go get it. Get out the car. Pay for it. Or grab it. No big deal, right? So I do that. Go in there. Grab the platter. I don't check it. I know I know they done did me right because I done been there before. A lot of business with them. I get to the home. Sit down in front of the TV. Again, I'm on vacation. There's nothing to watch on TV. So I think I'm watching baseball highlights because, you know, baseball. Bring out the platter. Still hot. So I'm like, yeah, pancakes, turkey bacon, eggs. Filling for the, got the knife and a fork. Syrup. Yeah, hell yeah, they gave me the good syrup too. Good shit. Maple. Lovely. Butter, you know what I'm saying, right? Because again, I'm an adult, right? I put, I do it the right way. I feel fucking ketchup packets in my fucking bag, bro. 
I felt disrespected. She had the she had the audacity to put ketchup packets in my fucking bag. I wanted to take the whole thing back. She knows me. I don't eat ketchup on eggs. First of all, you shouldn't eat ketchup on anything, right? Ketchup is probably the worst condiment ever. I'll eat a may- I'll eat a mayonnaise sandwich before I eat ketchup. Ketchup overpowers everything. I've had ketchup on eggs before when I was younger and I didn't fucking know any better. Because my uncles and or aunts or cousins used to eat, you know, egg, egg and cheese sandwich with ketchup. How the fuck do you put egg, cheese, and ketchup on the same sandwich? How? You niggas. You coons. Stop it. Grow up. Stop putting fucking ketchup on everything, man. So that's my little rant. That's my terrible food experience rant. It happens to me all the time. I got to stop eating out, bro. I really got to just start. And I, I really don't eat out a whole lot. But that morning, I just wanted pancakes. And the fucking pancakes was the bomb. Turkey bacon was perfect. For all you niggas out there that like, still like your pork bacon. This turkey bacon had changed your life. And I had my eggs over easy because I'm an adult. You know what I mean? But the fucking ketchup packets, bro. She knows I don't like ketchup. She insisted on putting ketchup in my bag. What happens if I just so happens to like slam the bag down or I do something crazy when I get it in the house or I squeeze it too tight and now I got fucking ketchup everywhere or I got ketchup in my fucking platter or my pancakes who gonna fix that who gonna fix that this is why you niggas should stay away from ketchup that's my rant for the day we're going to have some fun, though. We're going to have a lot of fun. Because on the other side, we're going to talk about our top 10 cookies, right? The best. Oh, man. Listen. Matter of fact, I'll give you my best right now. And then we're going to listen to Tranquility. And on the other side of tranquility, I'm going to give y'all the worst. Because I feel like, again, I got to educate y'all. I got to educate y'all on this culinary shit, right? I watched Chopped. I'm into it, right? I'm deep. Fucking deep in this shit, dog. I'm a fucking chef. My damn, I'm basically a chef, bro. Fucking grill master, yo. Come on, man. I'm that dude, yo. So, my opinions on foods and those of alike are you take them, you take them, you take them serious, bro. Listen to me. 
I know what I'm talking about. I've traveled the fucking country and I've eaten things. Duh, listen. I've had the finer things, okay? So I think I know what I'm talking about. All right, so let's get to this thing, man. Top 10 cookies, right? Because I always got to have my top segment, right? Top 10, top five segment, right? So the best cookies out here, bro. Listen, I don't, I'm not a cookie eater hardly anymore, yo. But when I do get that urge, these are the cookies that I'm going to. What about y'all? These are, what I'm, these are the ones I'm going to. Number one, oatmeal raisin. If, you, if oatmeal raisin ain't your number one, do me a favor. Don't do me no favors. Ginger snaps. Get you a bag of them motherfuckers, man. It's just to change your life. Three, sugar cookies. Four, the light-skinned Oreos. This shit's just... Oh, my God. Another level. Number five, the regular Oreos. Number six, the white nut macadamians. Motherfuckers is wonderful. Number seven, gingerbreads. Number eight, snickerdoodles. Dog, if you get you a soft snickerdoodle, my nigga. <laughs> y'all don't deserve this shit, man. No, I'm trying to tell y'all. Snickerdoodle, bro. Number eight. I mean, a snickerdoodle is top notch. So a snickerdoodle is at number eight. <sighs> Come on, cuz. This cookie list off the hook. Number nine, the molasses. See, that's that South in me, bro. Because not everybody can fuck with molasses. So whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just telling you. Right? And then 10, like, shortbread cookies. Like the Lorna Doom Jones. Yes, yeah. Get you some 2% milk, bro. Or get y'all coconut milk or whatever the fuck y'all drink. And you get you some shortbread cookies. Shit to change your life, man. Like, like, real, real rap. Real rap will change your life. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go over the list again, right? These are the top 10 best cookies as told to you by me. Fucking culinary master out here, yo. Number one, oatmeal raisin. Number two, ginger snaps. Number three, sugar cookies. Number four, the light skin Oreos. Number five, the OG Oreos. Number six, the macadamians. Number seven, the gingerbreads. Number eight, snickerdoodles. Number nine, molasses. And number 10 is shortbreads. Y'all can't top that list, bro. You can't top that list. That's 10 of the most top-notch cookies that this planet has ever seen. And y'all can't do nothing about it. Nothing. That's top-notch cookie shit right there, bro. Fucking cake, cupcake, cookie boss out this bitch. Trying to tell y'all something real, man. Don't fuck, don't, man, listen. So, we getting ready to pull up on Tranquility. By the homie B's. Brian Ennels, B-E's. Follow him on Twitter, it's, it's just like it sound, B's, B-E-A-S-E. Hennessy and NMEs, y'all. This John's called Tranquility. It's him and Alpha Davis, man. Al Alpha's nice, bro. Make sure y'all go to SoundCloud and check out everything that Zip Squad does. And, you know, listen. Just, get, just listen to one of them. 
I guarantee you're gonna wanna listen to another one. And another one, another one, you're gonna run into speeds, you're gonna run into bees, you're gonna run into black shells. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the newcomer to this shit, man. Bobby Brown of this shit. Yo, I just came in. Minus the coat, you know. Do you remember that nigga said he fried chicken or shrimp and coke? I don't believe that, bro. If he did, that nigga did some wild shit. Anyway, here's the homie B's, man, with uh B.E.'s with Tranquility. Hennessy and Enemies Volume 1. Check it out. 1P1 Pod Podcast. Be right back. Things done change, but the more they do, the bullshit remains. Blood still flows in vain. Love still twisted up with pain. America's favorite drug still cocaine. Trying to give you light, so don't hold back on the love. What up, sis? We've been fucked for a minute, and I know that's my fault. So let me try to see four to your door and try to open your vault. That's why I'm here to make amends, maybe strengthen our bonds. I can walk you to the promised land, but you gotta stay calm. Read a New Testament, but something ain't resonate. Scraping out the resin, sipping out the shake. Salt and sulfur, and hell's fiery lakes. I'm staring at heaven's clouds, face pressed to the gate. And I be rolling with my summers in town. I know you haven't seen my face for a while. I'm just waiting for my place on the night I know you did before, but girl, I know now I know now, I know how I know we've been bending, but my don't let it break on you Remember your leg in the air, I made a shake Soft and soft fur and house fiery lakes I'm staring at heaven's clouds, face pressed to the gate Pussy kinda loose, but the head is fucking phenomenal Sun, moon, stars, I ain't never been astrological Uzi weeds a ton and my cock is astronomical Heard that she fucking John Wall and shit, I don't know Still on the corner like Bodie and Pooh Move that chicken from Peru to a cool Drop a diamond ring right down in her suit We eat whole armies Digest troops And I'm lacing up my boots If we don't shoot cops, cops still gon' shoot If you killed John Lennon Was it ever a group? We eye socket rockets Equipped with rocket launchers The mind is all on contra Believe the fifth for Hancha Like you killed his family too And it's coming for get back I'm 32, chicks my age Don't care about six packs The best job is any job When you getting kickbacks We break up, I'm getting my shit back What up? Rolling with my summers and sound I know you haven't seen my face for a while Yeah, uh, things done change But the more they do, niggas just stay stuck Dip the key, now I'm on rush Bet right now she getting fucked And I'm wondering which position Used to be shroom tripping, having my two visions Never flocked for the rock to glisten Gerard still sitting in prison Gotta learn the hallway like pot 
We just don't listen. Everything can stop. Being full of shit, I must have missed it. Jesus died and he was risen, or at least that's what they tell us. All these fools, man, they the fellas. Niggas ballin' and I'm jealous. Wish I had propellers pulled back in the shade. I ain't seen the sun for days. Soul is swayed in the rain. Unlet it, fuck it, no beef. I'll dead it, fuck it, just let it, fuck it. Put the bread up, I bet it, fuck it, just set it. Everything freeze when your nostrils speak. Feeling like shine, lost in beliefs, dying to breathe. And I'll be rolling with my summers and sounds. I know you haven't seen my face for a while. And I'm just waiting for my place on the ground. I know you did before, but girl, I know now. I know now, I know how. I know we've been in my mind, don't let it break. Remember your leg in the air, how made the shape. Salt and so firm and hell's fire gates. I'm staring at heaven's clouds. Face pressed to the gate. 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 Welcome back to the 1P1 Pod Podcast. I'm your host, PR the Great. That was the homie B.E.'s, man. Hennessy and Enemies, Volume 1. Check them out on SoundCloud. Shit was dope, man. That tranquility, that track is crazy, man. I hope y'all give that shit its just due, bro, because the boy got talent, man. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to the homie, man. Alpha Davis, Brian Ennels, Hennessy Enemies, man. Check them out. So we're getting back to this uh, this cookie thing, right? Top 10 best, worst cookies, right? So when we left off, man, I gave y'all my best, right? So now here's the worst. And there's no particular order because they all fucking trash. Chocolate chip. Chips Ahoy's. Peanut butter. Black and white cookies. Macaroons, Girl Scouts, Animal Crackers, Biscottis, Figs, Pecan Sandies, Lemon Cookies. Ugh. If if y'all eat any of that, you don't love your life. Chocolate chip, peanut butter, black and white. Macaroon, Girl Scout, Animal Cracker, Biscotti, 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 I don't give a fuck. It's trash. Figs, Pecan Sandies, and Lemon Cookies. Take, if you eat any of that, don't say shit else to me, man. Don't say nothing, don't say nothing to me about nothing. Y'all don't know good shit when you, when it, when it, when it, when it's presented to you. Y'all just tripping. So there it is. Top 10 
best and worst cookies as told to you by me the cookie cake boss top-notch motherfucking griller dog I'm, I'm i'm out here in these motherfucking culinary streets bro showing y'all how it's done ain't that some shit though man niggas be like yo i'm like a culinary trapper or i'm a sports trapper or i'm a accountant trapper like come on dog like can we stop can we stop with that can we can we not do that anymore black people can we just be a chef be a sports broadcaster be a culinary artist does it always if I see another kitchenista bro Oh man. Anyway. And that's probably going to, that's leading us into the next segment, basically. Twitter versus Facebook, right? In Twitter, you see all these, you know, Twitter chefs. I could be your next client and a whole bunch of parsley all over everything. Looking like a fucking mess. And then you got the niggas on Facebook who don't got, who's selling dinners that, you know, I'm selling all starch. No fresh vegetables. You know, I see, I see uh, shrimp, shrimp, rice, and potatoes, or shrimp, macaroni and cheese, and rice. And who the fuck gonna buy that? Who the fuck gonna buy that shit? Y'all niggas crazy, man. Another thing: Twitter versus Facebook. This whole beards deal, right? Everybody gotta have a beard. On Twitter, right? Or else, you know, they ain't fucking with you. If you ain't got a beard and you're under five, and you're under six feet, they ain't fucking with you. Meanwhile, on Facebook, all I see is a bunch of niggas with patchy beards at five foot seven with women. So y'all tell me what's the deal, right? Facebook women ain't single. Let me know. Let me know. I really want to know. So, you know, the Twitter versus Facebook thing, man, that, that's really what it is about, bro. It's 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 about women can have all of the requirements in the world, which is, you know, all right, whatever. But let a man jump on Twitter and say, man, I prefer this. And it's a million fucking women just like, well, what? what we ain't good enough for you. It's like, no, nah, it's just I like what I like. Shut the fuck up. And that's what most of these niggas need to say, but, you know, niggas is out there fishing for pussy, so, motherfucker, you know, they ain't gonna tell these women what the, you know, they ain't gonna tell these women what's up. They ain't gonna talk shit to them, so, eh, whatever. But, you know, that's Twitter versus Facebook in a nutshell, though, bro. You know what I'm saying? They don't really care. And Facebook women care. How about that? And that's why they got somebody. I'm just, I'm just teasing, fucking with y'all. What I don't like about Facebook people though is they, they hold what these celebrities say and Twitter to a point, but lately Twitter's, Twitter stood up and, and I applaud Twitter, but Facebook, man, if Steve Harvey ain't the face of black people, bro, I don't know who is. I mean, I mean the way Facebook love this nigga, man, they talk about this nigga better than they talk about motherfucking Martin Luther King. 
question. Why? Because 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 the, the nigga on on the radio, and then he and, and then he got him a little TV show where he you know whatever, and then he hosted Family Feud like Steve Harvey, the new man. Fuck Steve Harvey, yo. And that leads me to my get the fuck out of here segment. My get the fuck out of here segment is because all of these celebrities, they rich as the motherfucker, and all they do is tweet down and talk down to you niggas, right? So I got a few tweets from your homies Diddy and D-Wade. This is Diddy. Nobody cares. Work harder. Your true work in life is to keep lifting your frequency because everything in your life comes as a result of the vibration you are on. The fuck does that mean, nigga? Shut the fuck up. Of course I struggle. I just don't quit. My nigga, you are a millionaire. The fuck you mean I'm not, I don't quit. Bitch, you can afford to go on forever. You ain't got to get up in the morning. Like, yo, how you just talking down to people? Like, do you, you that oblivious to the people that follow you, bro? That we could just talk down to people like that? Like, you off the hook, my nigga. Stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution. I give you that one, bro. Stop wishing, start doing. You did not wake up today to be average. Sorry, Sean, Diddy, Puff Daddy. I got to go to work, bro pay my bills you know what I'm saying not everybody got a chance to wash cars you know you know for for big time execs and then all of a sudden you know run into Nas and Biggie (laughs) nigga you out of your fucking mind do more of what makes you happy like no shit my nigga like come on dog like like come on bro seriously seriously my nigga you need to tell people that you really need to take take time out of your fucking day to say do do more of what makes you happy nah my nigga what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do what makes me fucking miserable right and I'm, I, that's what I'm gonna do you niggas man you niggas with money kill me bro F- for real God does not want you to try harder he wants you to trust him deeper Stop trying, start trusting. Stop wishing, stop doing. Stop trying, start trusting. So which one is it, my nigga? Like, make up your fucking mind. Right? And then the last one. The fact that you aren't where you want to be should be enough motivation to hustle harder. nigga man you you tweeting you tweeting wild reckless from your fucking mansion bro shut the fuck up nobody fucking hops on twitter to see you talk about that shit like seriously oh oh check this one out I forgot about this one I'm open for business if you're a superstar I want you to come and work with me I'll snatch you out your cubicle and we're going to do some great things. My nigga, really? 
You're a fucking dickhead, yo. Seriously. And I don't even use that language like that. That nigga's an asshole. You gonna tell somebody, I'm gonna snatch you out your cube. Fuck out of here. Then your homie D-Wade, he jumps in on the action. D-Wade, Miami Heat. A brief Cleveland Cavalier, then back to the Heat. Got sent home by my Sixers, by the way. But D-Wade, right? Top three shooting guard of all time, right? Marquette University, Chicago. South Beach, right? Wade County. You can't have a million dollar dream with a minimum wage work ethic. <laughs> you niggas cease to fucking amaze me, bro. And and let me tell you, people on Twitter, they let that nigga have it. I'm not gonna read them all. But the, the tweet, the the D-Wade tweet was tweeted on July 17th. At 545, 547 a.m. So the first thing you thought about when you woke your monkey ass up, you can't have a million dollar dream with a minimum wage work ethic. Probably while you drove to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts or wherever you get your your coffee from or whatever you do the first thing in the morning you get you get your supplements from whatever you do to get your day started or you go into a gym everybody that you came in in contact with was a minimum wage worker probably a little bit more by nigga you just disrespected all those people yo shut the fuck up go let your girl eat your ass do all that other bullshit that you be doing man just stay in your lane bro like that's that's not what people need you know what I'm saying? People don't need to see shit like that, bro. Chill the fuck out. Alright? So that's D Wade and Diddy. And then finally for my get the fuck out of here segment is Robert Kelly. Everybody knows who Robert Kelly is. I'm not gonna repeat any of the shit that he's been accused of. Because we all know. You decided to upload a 19 minute song admitting your guilt. Wendy Williams asked you about Aaliyah and her age, and you said it was love. You sick motherfucker. You need help, dude. You need a prison cell. Get the fuck out of here, Robert Kelly. I don't want to hear from you ever again. It's time for you to go. And all your supporters, man. Go look at what he's being accused of. So next time y'all want to step in the name of love or whatever it is, think about the 15-year-old girl. (laughs) Come on, man. Some of y'all women have daughters that age. How would you feel if that was your daughter? It's that complex, bro. It's that. And now that I see a lot on Facebook. 
that shit has to stop. The support for niggas like R. Kelly, the support for niggas like Bill Cosby, yo. Fuck them. They ain't never did a fucking thing for you. Why are you still supporting these dirt bags, yo? These fuck boys. That's what they are. Okay? Black, white, whatever. A fuck boy is a fuck boy. No matter what his ethnicity is. Okay? Don't be afraid to admit your favorite once you should have been once was your favorite artist is a fuck boy because that's what he is he's a fuck boy so diddy d wade and robert kelly get the fuck out of here don't come back all three of you niggas. Bye. Don't want to hear from you. I've had enough. You talk down to people. Robert Kelly, you need Jesus, bro. Like, you have the fucking nerve. You used to sing about Jesus and shit like that, man. Like, dude, like, how, how fucking twisted and sick can you be? There's no statute of limitations on being a fuckboy. Okay? There may be statutes of, limit, of limit, limitations on some of the shit you're alleged of doing. Which is probably why you're doing that now. Because they can't, you know, you, you can't be brought up on charges or whatever. Bro, go the fuck away. Get the fuck out of here. Just go away. No, we don't even want you to do music anymore. You, and if you broke, too bad. Too bad. So be it. I don't give a fuck. I don't feel sorry for you. You're, you're disgusting, bro. Unreal, man. Unfucking real. So, yeah, I thought we were going to have some, we were going, you know, we had some fun, man. You know what I'm saying? But a couple of things just bothered me that I need to get off my chest, man. And, and those were some of the things, yo. And, and for the most part, man, we're going to have, we, we do have fun. Um, but sometimes, man, you need to get serious and I need to talk to people, right? I need to reach out to you people because you don't need to be a supporter of people like Robert Kelly. People make fun of people who watch anime. There's a anime, and they don't. People don't even call it anime, but the Boondocks. Perfect example. This nigga's in a courtroom. On trial. Somebody hits a record player. He gets up on on the desk and just starts singing. All the jury, or the jury, dancing. The judge is dancing. Everybody in the crowd is dancing. This nigga's music blinds you people, bro. Are you serious? His music is that good that y'all willing to overlook that? I don't get it. But we got to do better, man. We got to do better. If y'all going to support, man, support somebody, support somebody that's not doing that shit. And continue to do that shit. And just continue to take advantage of people. There's just no, there's no need for that. 
So get these niggas the fuck out of here, man. I don't want to hear from them no more. I don't want to hear from Diddy. I actually blocked him. I don't give a fuck what D-Wade going to say. He, he probably going to retire. Or last I heard, he was getting ready to sign over in China for a whole bunch of money, which is cool. You signed a lifelong contract with Ling Ning. Man, that's going to set you up. Just going to set your boys up. That's going to set your boys, boys and their boys. and Your family set up for life, bro. You worked hard. You earned everything. Don't ruin it by being one of these rich, entitled dickheads that talk down to the people who supported him. That's all. That's all. You know what I mean? Other than that, man, you've you've done everything the right way, bro. Everything. Don't become an entitled dickhead. And Robert Kelly, fuck you. <laughs> You're a fuck boy, man. All right, so we're going to get into our next segment, man. Next segment is going to be Black Jeopardy with the homie Tej, man. And and I tell you what, before we bring Tej on, I want y'all to hear <laughs> We had some fun. I want y'all to hear Jim Rome. Jim Rome. <laughs> Jim Rome. If y'all don't know him, I used to work for ESPN. Now I think he's on FS1. FS1. Teach threw out a tweet back in the day. He saw, I think, John Gruden and Mark Davis, the owner of the Raiders, at a game. And basically said, Mark Davis is ugly as shit. We see that shit all day, every day. I don't know why, for the life of me, Jim Rome felt the need to jump in and be Captain Save-A-Hoe. Captain Save-A-Hoe. For Mark Davis But it was hilarious And I want y'all to listen to it Check it out This is Jim Rome Roasting The homie Teej On FS1 Jim Rome show To the One P One Pod podcast, it's your man PR the Great Six Zero Nine, and uh, as you heard on the previous clip, once again joining me is the the, the boy Humble Cheese. What's going on, bro? Nothing much, man. Happy to be here. And despite what Jim Rome said, I'm not a bad person. Don't let him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not a bad person. I'm a good dude, man. Dog, he I have to do that to me. I can't believe that shit, bro. Like he was like legit bothered by that. That was the funniest shit I've ever heard, man, in a long time. He was really time. upset, man. And the tweet, 
I ain't gonna say the tweet was the nicest tweet, but he made it seem like I tweeted like the worst thing you could ever possibly tweet. Uh, so it was a that was a funny day on the timeline, man. Hey, listen, man. I, I listen. All right, for those that don't know, you, many of you probably do. I tweet a whole lot worse, man. And I'm just <laughs> I'm just happy that Jim ain't pick up on it. You feel me? Because I've said a lot worse to a lot of people, man. And you know, but that's just how I am. You know what I'm saying? But reason why we got Tej here today, man, is uh, we're gonna have some fun. Um, Tej, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing called Black Jeopardy, and we're gonna do this every so often. And you know, there's, there's these random questions and things like that, man. And and I want and you, all right. So you haven't heard any of these questions beforehand, right? I don't know any of these questions. All right. So so this is this is all your first time hearing it. This is your official reaction like this is you know you being genuine it's a genuine reaction to everything all right so so we're going to start off with um name one thing black people are always on time for sales <laughs> sales or, like i was gonna say to your barber but niggas be treating their barbers bad but niggas would be on time for a sale, or if it's if it's before free to get in before ten or eleven, niggas would make that. All right, for sure, for sure. Niggas make that. <laughs> so we got sales, and we got on time before the club, before ten o'clock, before the jump start charging. All right, I respect that. I, I'll accept that. All right. Um, a black man's weakness is. Oh God, there's so many. Uh, I, I guess the proper answer would be this is not for me specifically, but I've heard that a black man's weakness is a white woman. I don't, I don't subscribe to that view. I don't want no, don't, don't jump in my mentions. I'm, I'm engaged. My fiance is black, but I've heard a black man's weakness is a white woman. You want to know what my answer was? What was your answer? White women. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we just gotta call it like we see it. Hey, dog, listen, I ain't gonna hold you, right? I was watching what the fuck was I watching? And I listen, right? All right, I've I've never had a white girlfriend, but I've dated white women, right? All right, one was Italian and one was like Irish. So they were two totally different. One, the Italian girl was like black hair brown eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, whatever. Like that real, like, olive skin and tone and all of that. And this Irish girl was weird because she had, like, green eyes. And I didn't think Irish people had green eyes. I thought it was just, like, red hair and that was it. But she had, like, green eyes and, like, sandy brown hair. And it it was crazy, man. But, like, I was watching something on TV and I don't know what white woman it was, but she had these blue eyes. And it's like long blonde hair, bro. Uh-oh. And I was like, yeah, bro. I can see how niggas get caught up. <laughs> it, it's like mesmerizing almost. And listen, man. I can no, see how niggas get caught up. No disrespect because a black woman is the most beautiful creature on the planet. Bottom Fact. line. Bottom line. But I understand. I, I, I dog. I was like, God. Damn. I was watching uh, a couple weeks ago. I went to go see Ocean's 8. 
And I actually had a roommate in law school who was really into Anne Hathaway, and I never saw it. Like, I was I was never into her. Like, she was never somebody that I thought was attractive to me. Mm. And so I'm sitting there watching Ocean's 8, and of course, Rihanna's in the movie. She looks great. Mm-hmm. And Anne Hathaway came on the screen, and she looked amazing. Yeah. And I think it's because she just had a baby, so she was a bit thicker. Yeah. She wasn't so skinny. I'm not really into women that are so skinny. Right. And she was on screen looking great. And the whole time I was like, I, I never knew Anne Hathaway was this fine. And so when I got the movie, I tweeted that and people were like, oh, you sleep. Anne Hathaway been bad. She is she is gorgeous. But it, I, I just didn't see it. But, you know, that's, that's how you get caught up out here, man. Hey, bro, listen, listen. So... For a future pod, I'm gonna do my top ten milk. And we oh, that, gotta that'll be fire, but hey, that'll have your mention crazy. Hey, listen, bro. Whatever, man. I mean, listen, man. It, it, listen, it's no different than any time before. Like, like, I, dude. I think I said something the other day, and my shit, my shit ain't stopped. So I'm used <laughs> to it, man. Like, I don't be out here trolling. I just be trying to keep it real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just be keeping it real with people. This is my opinion, man. And guess what? They're going to be right back in my mentions again tomorrow based off of everything I'm going to put on this podcast right now. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, for the future, I'm definitely doing a top 10 milk, bro. And I'm telling you right now. That's going to be fire. Smoke show. <laughs> bro. But, but, but then, you know, later on, I'm going to do my, you know. But it's so... Like, I can't do the top 10 black women, man, because they all of them, like, so fine, bro. You know what that's, I'm saying? That's a long list. And, and in, in my eyes, bro, nobody going to top Rihanna in my eyes. In my eyes. Now, she, I had to admit, you know, that, like, I love Rihanna. She, she is gorgeous. She, her personality seems dope. As much as you can know these super famous people, yeah. But I was late to the I was late to the party. Like the first couple years, Rihanna was really popping. I was like, she cool, yeah. But I was late to the party, and then Ooh, I, I don't started, know what did it, but she, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I see what know, people see. I, I, tell I understand. You, I'm gonna tell you, bro. She started getting thick, and like I she, think that's what it was. She started Same putting thing that way. Once you put yeah. that weight on, I love that. She started putting that auntie weight on, bro. And the motherfucking titty starts. Set. All right, so we getting way off course. So we gonna bring it. We gonna we gonna bring it back. Cause bro, Rihanna, hi Rihanna. I hope you're listening one day. But um, all right. So let's get back to Black Jeopardy, man. Because we don't went we don't went down a rabbit hole, bro. And I ain't even mean to. All right. So. Wheezy F baby and the F is for what? Phenomenal. <laughs> Phenomenal with an F. Classic swag rap. <laughs> Yo, I'm a, I'm a I'm a big little Wayne fan, but if you just sit there, especially if you if you smoke and you sit there and just listen to little Wayne, like you can find a funny punchline on every song and not even just like songs where he's just rapping like songs where he's serious songs where he's talking to women this dude literally has comedy bars in his rhymes but somehow didn't make the shit seem wet i don't know how he pulled it off it's uh, incredible uh, the nigga said f is for phenomenal i'm not mad at you wheezy i'm not mad at you bro i don't put it like this nobody else could pull that off 
That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There are things that he says where only he can pull it off and make it sound good. But I also feel that way about Two Chain. There's, there's certain stuff that Two Chain says that if anybody else said that, if Big Sean said it, I would literally be puking my guts out oh, listening yeah. to it. Like this nigga Big Sean tripping. Yeah. But but Two Chain saying it's the delivery, it's the caricature. It's like Lil Wayne can say stuff that not everybody can say. So props to that man. That show. <laughs> All right. So next question. Black Jeopardy with Paul Humble Teach. Uh, let's see. Something that your mom whipped you with when you were younger. The worst thing I got whipped with was a Timberland boot. God and that shit was damn. disrespectful. It was a size, I think it was a size 12. The dude my mom was dating at the time was a size 12. <laughs> and that was the closest thing to her. And I had the Timberland fucking logo and, and, and on the side of my shit. It was horrible. Oh, my God, bro. You got beat with a, You got beat. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, so... Your parents aren't together. My parents aren't together. No, my, my dad's married to, to my stepmother and my mom uh, dates somebody else. But at the time, she she wasn't team with this dude no more. But at the time, she was dating a dude who wore a whole bunch of Timberland boots. And I didn't get a lot of whoopings, but my mom was creative. When it was time to get my ass whooped, she got creative. And the one I remember the most, the one that really stuck with me, is using a Tim boot. I just thought that shit was so disrespectful. Like it hurt my heart more than it hurt my body. <laughs> hey yo, so this is I, it. This is in Houston, that. right? This is not. This was in. This when I was still in upstate New York. I was still in Rochester. Oh, you were in Rochester. Okay. I, I had done something. Like, like I, I was a slick kid. I didn't get in a lot of trouble because I, I, I was smart and I knew how to do my dirt on the low. But when right. I did get caught up, it was always bad. I don't remember what I did, but the first thing that happened was she was sitting in the other room. And I was sitting in my room with the door open, and she came to the hallway and threw the boot at me and hit me right upside my head with it. Damn. And then she had the other boot in her hand, so she came into the room after she had already hit me with the first boot and was hitting me with the boot. Oh. And I'm like, man, I just got beat with a Timberland boot. This shit is some, like, if I call Child Protective Services, like, everybody in trouble out here. Hey, yo, fam, so she, so she smart, she threw the jaw down the hallway. Like, I don't know how she had good aim. Aaron Rodgers aim precision. When she threw it, it's not like I was. She wasn't talking to me at the time, so my like I didn't see it coming out of the corner of my eye. Oh, so she hit me with it, man. and before I could deal with the shock of like I just got hit with a similar boot. Here she comes swinging the other one. God it was crazy. Damn, bro. She was like a superhero that day, man. That shit was crazy. Yeah, so a Timberland boot. Wow. Uh, I. I'm sure. I. I got beat with belts and belts only, right? <clears throat> because my dad was in the um the reserve at this time. He was like a like a sergeant first class whatever. So he yeah. had these 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 I don't know if anybody is familiar with the type of belts that the army wore back in like the 70s and 80s where they were like like um this this cotton fabric with like the, the the metal buckle in the front, but the motherfuckers was made for ass whooping. <laughs> they didn't hold up pants real well. The motherfuckers was made for ass whoopings. <laughs> and 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 that's just about it, bro. My mom didn't really. Be, my mom beat me one time. I was in the fourth grade, and I and I left my spelling words in school. 
And so I couldn't study for the test the next day. So she whooped me with a belt. And I couldn't watch the Cosby show in Denver World that night. That's what I remember Man. about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, whoever got hit with the with the buckle in, that should be the worst. Nah, bruh. This was like a leather. And my mom worked in the office back then, so she had all these like stylish leather belts and shit, man. And I was in that, I was in the room just on some old, yo, I left him in school. And I had on shorts, and it was a wrap. Oh, it was a wrap for you, boy. You got on shorts, man. Because I never left spelling words in school a day in my life, and, and I passed every single fucking test. I won spelling bees. Like, I was fucking traumatized from that shit, bruh. So, <laughs> I guess it did its job. You know what I'm saying? Like It worked, man. It worked, bro. It, re- it really worked, man. But, yeah, man. So, that's... That was the craziest thing I got. I got, I got whooped with um, the belts, bro. I, or she slapped me upside the head when I was I was wilding one day and just got popped upside the head. Bitch went to school with like three three fingerprints on the side of your head. You feel me? Like, <laughs> but you know, yeah, that's about it, man. You know what I'm saying? But um, so we gonna move on. Black Jeopardy. Um, this is the least celebrated holiday in the black community. Flag day. <laughs> Niggas hate that flag, bro. Niggas don't fuck with the flag. Niggas, and plus, I don't even think we get a day off for flag day. So niggas definitely, first of all, the answer has to be something we don't get a day off for. Because if you give us a day off for it, we'll celebrate anything. Well, well, all right. So yeah, so niggas don't fuck with the flag, right? I agree with you. I don't fuck with the flag to the point where I, my mom, I went to my mom and dad's house the other day. They live right around the corner. And they had like a flag outside. And for, like they live in Trenton, New Jersey, right? Trenton, New Got Jersey. It. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like any inner city. Like Trenton, New Jersey, row homes. You know what I'm saying? And they try to keep yep. their house nice and shit like that, right? But, like, the majority of people that surround in that neighborhood are all renting. So they don't give a fuck what the house looks like. So uh. it's like it's like a bunch of, it's like abandoned houses, a couple of nice houses, but you got niggas living in them. And then you got, like, three or four houses that stand out because they're homeowners, right? But there's one fucking house that stands out on the whole street and it's got a fucking American flag stuck right in the right on the fucking front porch on the damn and I'm like yo and I look at it and I go and my face just turns up like <laughs> the fuck is what are you what is what like why do you need a flag out here we all know this is America come yeah, on this, man I don't rock with the flag like that that's not really I don't, I don't I don't consider myself a patriot yeah me either man not until this shit changed bro you know what I'm saying not until shit changed. I, I definitely don't bang with the flag. So, yeah, I agree with you, you on flag day. I had a different one. What'd you get? Columbus Day. Oh, you right. Now, nah, niggas definitely don't fuck with Christopher Columbus. Now, what's Wait, it? Do, we get, do we get Columbus Day off? I don't I, even remember if that's like a federal I, holiday. Or I don't get it off for my job, but, like, the kids get off in school and, like, the state, you know, you know, my lady's in the state. She worked for the state, so she gets it off. Got it. And I don't fuck with Christopher Columbus Day at all. 
It's yeah. a matter, you know, you know what we say, right? The only Chris, the only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. Wallace, period. Period, bro. Like fuck you. You know what I mean? Like that shit ain't even an Italian name. You fake Fugazi, but <laughs> it is, it is what it is, man. So all right, so Flag Day. You say Flag Day. I say Columbus Day. Even though we get that day off, we gonna take that day off and trash the fuck out of that nigga, yo. I was taught early on that we don't fuck with Columbus, so I've never on. fuck with that holiday. Early on. I was blessed with a fifth grade teacher, bro, that was like a Black Panther. Oh, that's lit. Yo, it was crazy. He, I don't think he was one, but he was woke. I hate that word. But he was real, like, he was in, he was in it, bro. And he, he was like, yo, we, ain't, we don't, dog, we didn't stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance in his class or nothing. He was like, no. We're not standing Damn. up for that. We're, and people never believe me. His name was Mr. Brown. <laughs> i never forget. He was in Vietnam. And it was crazy because his ring finger on his right, on his left hand was sawed in half out in Vietnam. Shit. So he always had the, the little, like, like he was throwing up the threes or, or whatever gang sign. It always looked like he was throwing up a gang sign because he had half a ring finger. You feel me? But... He was like, yo, we're not standing up for that American, that, 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 whatever he, I can't remember what he called it, but he, we never stood up for it. And That's lit. It was crazy. Yeah, dog. And he was like, yo, I'm keeping, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Like we doing math and we doing English, you know, he was an English major. So he was big on writing stories and shit like that and growing our minds that way. But what he also was big on was like the truth. Not just like when we did history, he was like, "Yeah, we're not doing, we're not reading that shit." He was like, "Abraham Lincoln was a fucking clown," and I was like, "Whoa, this man freed that's amazing." Dog, he was like, "He ain't free no fucking slaves." He signed that shit, and the slaves wasn't free for another however many years. And I'm yeah. telling you, he didn't even want to do that. And I was like, "What?" He was like, "You gotta read it." It's crazy, bro. I learned a lot when I was young, man. You know what I'm saying? I was blessed. So that's amazing. Getting yeah. access to somebody like that it get, makes you automatically critical oh, of the things that you're learning. That's amazing, Bruh, I, I listen, and then after that, so that was in a public school. I went to a Catholic school, and at, you know, for high school and shit, and it, pretty much middle school and high school. I was that was still elementary, but yeah, man, I questioned everything, every single piece of history, every single. Once I got to high school, me and my history teachers, we we bump heads all the time because I'm like, yo, that's not right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, well, yeah. we're, you know, February come, all right, let's start talking about Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. I know, well, what, what about it? What about Marcus Garvey, Sojourner Truth? What about, you know, these, the Thurgood Marshall? Why, why don't we ever talk about them? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was fun having that guy as a teacher. He hated me at the beginning. But I was his boy at the end because I, you know, he was also the basketball coach. So, got it. You know what I mean? So I ended up making, you know, making the basketball team fifth and sixth grade year. So that and it turned out being my boy. So, but yeah, man, that was, you know, learned a long time ago, bro. Won't fuck with Abraham Lincoln and Christopher Columbus. Fuck him. Fuck them. <laughs> or George Washington. None of them. Fuck them all. All them niggas own slaves and all of that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Fuck them. I don't want to get on that, but, you know, since we talking about it, you know what I'm saying? That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah, Niggas yeah. Niggas definitely don't fuck with Columbus. At all, bro. At all. 
All right, so you got Flag Day, Columbus Day for me, Black Jeopardy. Next question is, um, you can find this item in every black person's home. Ooh. What can you find in every black person's home? A record player. I feel like I just had this conversation the other day. I feel like every black person I know, even like young people, like I'm 31, and every black person I know, they have a record player in their house, which is crazy in 2018. I tell you, people do fuck with records. Like my dad, He's got an extensive record collection. He just doesn't have the record player. Got it. You know what I mean? We got vinyls. We got plenty of vinyls, bro. It's off the hook. But I do I have one in my house? I think I got one. I think I do have one. It ain't mine, but I think there is a record player in the house. Got it. Um, I was thinking about getting turntables and shit like that, but that's just too much, and I ain't got time. And I ain't got time for digging for, for vinyl and shit like that. There's no vinyl that's shops. A, that's, a, that's an expensive hobby, man. It, it really is. Because now, now, it ain't like, you know, our parents and, and they're, they they got vinyls for cheap. They got the yeah. shit, you know, yeah. right now, no matter what vinyl you buy, it's going to cost $25, $30. Dog, I look, you know, I look online every time, dog, and everybody's vinyl is like 28 bucks, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's not a bad, that's not a bad one. Record player. What was Netflix. yours? Plastic bags. <laughs> okay, that's bad. I like yours better. Because that's literally in every black person's house. Every black person collects and keeps plastic bags. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I got I got five million under my kitchen cabinet. <laughs> under my kitchen sink. Me too. Walmart. Everywhere, bro. Everywhere you go. Shop right. You know what I'm saying? Dollar store. Wherever. You know what I mean? I got them. And I know everybody else got them because when I go to cookouts and shit like that and I make my to-go plates, because that's what I do. I make to-go plates, bitch. You invite me to your cookout. <laughs> I'm making a I'm taking a plate. I'm taking a fucking plate, bro. Like that's it. I'm taking a plate. So so we do that and 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 they, they oh yeah, I got a bag for you. And it never fucking fails, bro. It's like clockwork, my nigga. We got we got we gonna let motherfucking plastic bag be on deck. Feel me? So, plastic bags for me. Record players That's for you. That's a great you. answer. Plastic bags for me. Um, and I tell you, I, I'll be real. You're on the spot. I actually looked at these the other day because I was going to do this with someone else. Man, plastic bags are a great answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I looked at these one time. So, I did have a little bit of time to kind of... But I'm looking at them again and it's popping into my head. So, um, so the next one, Black Jeopardy. Um, <laughs> a nigga's biggest fear is it's gotta be the police it's gotta be I agree it's gotta be the police unfortunately shit shouldn't be like that no I mean to keep it on a lighter way I did say police the first time but then I thought about it and I was like like water, but that sounds crazy because it makes it sound like we dirty. We not dirty. Nah, nah, nah. Like, cause a lot of people. Somebody posted something on the timeline the other day that says like seventy percent of black people can't swim. Yeah. So seventy percent is 
huge. <laughs> oh, like we really don't fuck with the water like that. Seven deep. And it's crazy, dude. These niggas love going to the beach, but like, can't nobody swim. So I don't get that, right? So I'm not going to sit on sand and be hot if I can't <laughs> get in the water, bro. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. So, yes, definitely police. I thought of water because I was, and you always see those videos of niggas at pool parties and everybody's around the pool. Everybody's around the pool. Nobody in it. Nobody's in the pool, yo. I learned how to swim when I was like eight, like in deep water. You know what I'm saying? So I never really struggled with pools or the ocean and nothing like that, man. Yeah, I, it's, 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 it's astounding that 70% of black people don't know how to swim. I don't get it. What the fuck That's, are y'all doing? I taught myself how to swim, and I, I love swimming. So, uh, I guess I, I guess I broke the stereotype. But if I don't know where she got those numbers from. But man, that's a huge number. That's, if it's anywhere near seventy percent, that's crazy. That's a little high, man. I, I gotta believe it. that's a high. I gotta believe it's more like forty percent of black people. Can't yeah, swim. seventy sounds way 70, too high. Just seventy. I definitely like, know a lot of black people who can't swim. I, me too. But fuck, man, seventy percent. Like I, I won swim meets. That's how good I became in swimming. Like I won yeah. swim meets and shit like that in the summers, bro. Like I don't get. And people are gonna be like, no, you didn't. Trust me, motherfucker. My parents kept <laughs> all of my shit. I will fucking twit pig and put it on the timeline. I will show the first, the second, first, third place ribbons, backstroke, breaststroke, freestyle, medley, all of that shit, bro. <laughs> so don't don't fuck with me, cause I know you motherfuckers will. That's what they do, man. They like to fuck with you, you know. But I appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. I really do. I appreciate you. But I know y'all gonna fuck with me at some point. So, if y'all won't fuck with me about my swimming, I got receipts, bitch. Better believe it. <laughs> Better believe it, yo. All right. So, we coming to the end of Black Jeopardy, right? And this is going to... I'm telling you, yo. So, I, you know, y'all going to see how I'm kind of like a master at this shit, man. It's called a segue, right? So, a place people live, but it's also... A part of a type of sweatshirt. A place people live, but it's a part of a type of sweatshirt. Right. So it's also hood. a part. There you go. Hood. There you go. So it's the hood. It's the hood. It's real simple. If you don't know that, you ain't black. <laughs> Speaking of hoods, our favorite NBA player. Oh shit! I know where this is going. Hoodie now. Mello has joined the Houston Rockets. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, and listen, yes because he's not in Philly. Yes because he's in Houston, and some random dude on Twitter said that he would buy everybody a copy of. NBA 2K19 if Melo was to sign with the Houston Rockets. And God damn it, I want my copy. So, you know I'm a Rockets fan. And first of all, I want my copy too, but... 
Yo, I already see Rockets fans <laughs> talking themselves into this mellow thing, and I'm just not feeling it, man. I'm just not. Bro. Bro. It's going to look... I feel like I spent all last summer getting fooled by Hoodie Mellow videos. Then I saw him on the court last last season. I was like, yo, we really dodged a bullet because, you know, people were thinking that the Rockets were going to go after Mellow then. And I said, damn, we really dodged a bullet. I'm, you know, it's sometimes the best moves that NBA GMs make are the moves that they don't make or the shit that don't work out. So it's just so crazy that now he's about to be on our team and I'm seeing more Hoodie Mellow videos. And it's like, I, I've seen that movie before. I'm not falling for him this time. Bring him on. He's sucking him on in, bro. Sucking him on in. Bringing him on in, bro. The hoodie mellow gets you every time, bro. <laughs> this man in there fucking getting buckets against random accountants and dudes that work at Foot Locker. That's not, that's not showing me nothing, man. This shit is crazy, but it's like I see these videos on my timeline every day. And I, I don't know, man. I mean, on one hand, we signed him for the minimum. And I understand, like, in a vacuum, like, he's trying to do for the minimum. Like, if he gives you something, that's great. If he doesn't, that's perfectly fine. For example, last year, we, we uh, at the buyout deadline, we signed Joe Johnson. We're super excited about it. He turned up super washed. And he didn't really get in the rotation. And that was fine because you signed a dude at the minimum. But he knew his role. He didn't come here like, yo, like I ain't coming off the bench. Like, right. so yeah, I'm like, I'm Joe Johnson. Like, I'm, I'm, I done made X amount of cash and I'm Joe Johnson. Like, I ain't coming off the bench for these niggas. Joe Johnson. And so that's fine. That's fine if you can sign a minimum guy who's a 10 time all star and going to be a Hall of Famer. Sure, I'm all in on that. And if it don't work out, it don't work out. But the problem is, I'm not sure that Melo's going to be able to know his role and play his role if we decide that that role which I think is the case, is better for him to come off the bench and not close games. And that's not the role he played in OKC last year. He was better when he would come off the bench. Not that, because they ain't take him out of the starting line. But when he was playing against second units, he was pretty good. Yeah. And I just, if, if he can come here and say, whatever MDA wants to do with me is what we'll do to win, I'd be all for it. But I just don't get that energy from Melo that he's willing to realize where he is at this point in his career and say, Put me where you think I help the team the most, and so I'm, I'm I'm frustrated about that because if he come here and he think he gonna start and close games, I think that that doesn't make us better. I'll tell you this, man. Regardless of all of the jokes and shit like that that we make, right? I look at Carmelo Anthony and I still see a skill set, right? A, a skill set, but <laughs> but the skills and it's a skill set that you guys need, but. It's not a skill set you guys are going to need in the last buck 20, 30 of a game where uh-huh. you need a stop and you need a score. And let, let's keep let's keep it 100, right? Chris Paul hamstring falling off his fucking leg is the only reason why Golden State went on a sweep Cleveland. And I don't give a fuck what nobody said. Well, trust you, you, you preach to the choir on this side. I know, but but I'm just I'm just keeping it a buck, and not because I hate the Warriors, because I don't. I don't really care what the Warriors do, but the the Rockets had them exactly where they needed them, yep. and Chris Paul just happens to be at an age where, at any given moment, that nigga legs can fall completely off his body. Yep. So, if that's the case. Enter Carmelo Anthony. Now, 
it can't be to replace what you lose with Chris Paul. It can't be to supplement everything Chris Paul brings because he doesn't have those set of skills. What he does do is, could do is lessen the blow. Just lessen the blow. Because once Carmelo was out, I mean, once Chris Paul was out, it was back to James Harden and the guys. And the guys aren't as good when it's when it's just one or the other. But when it's both of them, they made this shit fit like a puzzle. It was a perfect piece. And I'm sad for Mike D'Antoni because he had a style and he stuck with it. And he said, we're going to go out on our sword like this. Yep. And it works. It works. They played just enough defense. They had just the right amount of mix of offensive and defensive players. And Chris Paul's hamstring fucked that up. Had you had Melo last year, you may you may win. Not I saying can, I can see how Melo would have helped. Help. Because it, it just got to the point where there were multiple moments before uh, Chris Paul got hurt where Harden would, would go away for a second and Chris Paul would just take games over, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like and so, you know, we talk about playoff games, four quarters, Chris Paul would just take the game over. And so not having him on the floor not only put more attention on Harden in terms of the defense, but now it's like there's no second person to take over that scoring. And I don't want to disrespect Eric Gordon because he played well when Chris Paul went down, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. And there was nothing coming off that bench at that point. And it just, we have enough firepower to deal with the Warriors, and they, and they knew it. Yeah. Well, the Warriors are real crafty on defense, man. People don't give them enough credit for it. Like, the coaches put together a hell of a game plan. And it also helps that you got a fucking seven-foot guy playing the wing. And then you got Draymond. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you got Iguodala, who is still a serviceable defender. You got um, Livingston, who can defend for a certain amount of time. So, you know what I mean? So, you're throwing, like, four bodies at Harden once Chris Paul is down. And it's like, yep. it's like, what can you do? Whereas, there's a chance that Carmelo Anthony... Could get could catch lightning in a bottle. There's always that chance because he's done it before and he's not completely washed. Like he's on his way. Like the, the <laughs> like the like the clothes. It's on like you know right before it gets to the, the where it mix the detergent. It's in that little point where it's just spinning. <laughs> it ain't it ain't completely. It ain't got the good detergent in it but yet. Cycle. <laughs> it's it's like on cycle two. You know what I'm saying? He two cycles away from completely being out the NBA, but I think I think you know. At the end of the day, if he knows his role and he accepts his role, because I think Mike D'Antoni is a good coach. If he accepts his role, I think it I think it'll work out okay. The problem is is not signing Capella back yet. Yeah, I hope that gets done soon, and I hope it's not you know if he signs a qualifying offer then he hits. He becomes an unrestricted free agent next year. If the Rockets fuck this up, trying to lowball this kid, I'm gonna be super upset because he's only gonna get better. Yep. And I understand it ain't gonna be cheap to sign the kid, but man, get the kid his money, man. I'm I'm tired of having this fight. I was hoping this would be over by now, but we need. I mean, that that's essential, man. We, our future, our future, our window ain't open if he ain't with us right now. That's right. just the way the team is constituted. Hey, that's amen to that. For sure. So, hey, listen, man. You know me, man. I wish all the best because that bitch, that, that bitch, niggas in LA, 
So I need y'all to be like at full strength so y'all can get this bitch nigga out of here. I don't even say his name anymore, man. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him, dog. You know what I mean? And I hope Golden State ragged all they ass too. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is, bro. But um, listen. For Black Jeopardy, man. Good job. You know what I'm saying? I, I had fun. I like it. I think people gonna enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Um, we gonna do we gonna do that again. I got a whole list of like questions we can go over. So we gonna have some fun, man, in the future, yo. Man, well, thanks for having me on, man. This was dope as usual. Hey, man, listen, I appreciate it, man. And um, you know, you know how it is, bro. Anything you need, hit me up. One P One Pod podcast is brought to you by Fat Kid Deals. That's FatKidDeals.com. Info at FatKidDeals.com. Make sure y'all follow them on Twitter at FatKidDeals. Uh, FatKidDeals uh, is the find you the best deals on the internet. Amazon Associates, EPN Participant tweets can. Uh, contain affiliate links so that's fat kid deals and listen i'll tell you right now fat kid deals hooked me up with everything that i'm currently recording the podcast on so definitely shout out to fat kid deals uh i got bluetooth speakers i've gotten tvs video games um number tons of of christmas gifts uh he even hooked me up with 30 free days of Amazon Prime. So if y'all on Twitter, make sure y'all follow them at Fat Kid Deals uh, or just look them up, fatkiddeals.com uh, and uh, flourish. All right. From me to you, PR the Great, 1P1 Pod Podcast. Welcome back to the 1P1 Pod Podcast. Your host, PR the Great. Real fun segment with the boy Humble Cheese, man. A couple things I wanted to kind of talk about before I kind of wrap it up. Um, that segment, I was supposed to do that segment with um, a young lady uh, who's a YouTuber and... Um, you know, I don't know what happened or um, I'm, I'm hoping she's okay. Um, if y'all want to look her up, her YouTube is dimple-minded. Her Twitter is it's just dimples. Um, really funny. She had really good concepts on her YouTube page. I really enjoyed it. She was from Jersey. So I wanted to show her some love on the podcast. Um, and she likewise wanted to have me on the YouTube channel at some point. But that, you know, that's what, what this wasn't about. I told her I didn't have to be on because I'd rather be behind the mic and not seen and everything like that. I, I don't I don't like being seen on camera and shit like that. But um, so, you know, I'm reaching out to her. Um, we're talking. We have a dialogue. We're setting up for this past for this past Saturday to do the pod and you know she said I could do it Saturday morning fine let's get it set up let's just get it recorded it should take like 10 minutes right 
uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And um, she never, she never responded. And I've, you know, you figure people get busy or whatever, man. You don't, I don't hound people, um, you know, but, I, but we've been talking about it for weeks. So finally, um, I hit her up Monday. I said, Hey, is everything okay? And then I noticed that her avatar was blacked out. I understand it. I was like, what the fuck is that? So then I go to her, I go to her page and it's just a list of, of, of tweets that are really alarming. And I just hope she hasn't done anything to herself because it seems like she was in a really bad spot. I don't know her personally other than these few conversations so I don't know anybody that knows her. I have no way of reaching out. I'm hoping somebody has. I'm hoping she's okay. I'm hoping she just decided it it was enough on Twitter and she was taking a hiatus, whatever. But I hope she didn't do anything to herself. Um, and that's I'm gonna leave it at that. But I felt like I had to. I felt like I had to, you know, at least say something because this was supposed to be our segment um, because she enjoyed that type of thing and that was the kind of thing she did on her YouTube channel um, but big props to Tej for stepping in you know he wasn't scheduled to be on for another couple of episodes and he stepped up you know for me big time and, and I appreciate him also just give a shout out to, to the homegirl hoping she's okay I'm hoping she just decided to walk away from Twitter and, and work on getting her life back together so I'm hoping that's what it is and not, you know, what we all think it is. So um, big shout out to the to the homegirl. Hopefully she's okay. Um, and for the most part, uh, you know, I try to stay away from things like that on the podcast because I like to, I feel like we need to have fun. And there'll be times when we probably are going to get serious because something may happen that may force us to. Um, but for the most part, I like to keep it really light, but you know, I felt like I, if, if it, God forbid something were to happen, um, I want to at least, at least acknowledge her because she is, she was, is, I'm just, I'm not going to use her in past tense. She is very talented and funny. She's a Jersey girl. So I wanted to get her out there a little bit more. Um, so that's the, kind of the reason why I went over that. Um, so I know it's kind of like a sucky way to to end it, um, but you know I just thought that I had to bring some sort of awareness to it, and hopefully she's doing okay. But um, it's gonna be it for now, man. And thank you everybody once again for uh, tuning in. Thank you to everyone who subscribes to the podcast. Um, we're getting, you know, I'm trying to figure out a, a format. So thank you while I work my way through it. Thank you for listening as I work my way through it and things like that, man. And I hope you guys enjoy the music that I, you know, provide. I hope you enjoy. And listen, y'all can send me messages and things like that. It doesn't have to be for everybody to see. Tell me something, man. Let me know what y'all think, you know, um, things that I need to work on, things that you, you would like to hear. Um, one thing I can say is I can't have everybody on. I know it's, I'm, I'm a cool dude. I answer and I talk to everybody. But I just can't have everybody on. So, you know, obvious reasons, man. I would love to sit and chat with everybody. 
but I can't, you know, it's just difficult to, to try to get with everybody. So, um, I wish I could, man. I wish I really wish I could, but I, you know, unfortunately I'm not set up like that. Like everybody else, like the Joe button podcast, the, the shit y'all hear on the ringer. Um, you know, the Nori podcast, man, those are the dope podcasts and those guys got all the money, man. And I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, trying to, trying to make it, make it happen. Those guys could take that shit on the road, man. And, and record at any given moment and have that shit sound pristine. Meanwhile, I'm doing all the engineering and shit like that. So, um, I just appreciate everybody for listening. Even if you don't listen to the whole pod, even if you just take time out to just peek in, listen to your favorite parts, Whatever, I don't care. You're listening, and I appreciate it. Drop a line sometime. Let me know what you think. So, um, once again, thank you. Um, episode five of the One P One Pod podcast. Uh, as we listen to the homie shells with Goodbye Life. Appreciate everybody once again for hopping on, man. And uh, y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. Be safe. One. Yeah, you already know what it is. Alpha Davis. That boy Scorsese. This is a world only gods know. Strips, nurture your dreams, hope I provide understanding, try to be a better man. Proof in the pudding, grab my spoon from the devil's hand. Dig in, just desserts to display your worth. My main course was diverted, now my hunger's worse. Reminded, times I hunted through my mother's purse. Appetite so destructive, but I'm built to serve. Naive, but my career and my degrees, but nullified its emptiness. Jealousy, she's a petty bitch. Swing and miss love. Buckle by the very pitch, a curveball, you don't understand y'all Running from my pain with my motherfucking pants off I passed off depression with obsession Ironic how I teach but never learned the lesson No difference between the weed and the Lord's blessing Divorce religion, embrace my kids Full circle came back to them In the cave they the light Don't play the when I grip the mic Y'all niggas scary spice Old washed up dancing bitches Never post with pictures I'm supposed to be the one You don't need the scriptures Ain't no hook on this bitch I just wanna say goodbye life And ain't no love in this bitch Just goodbye life Celebrate your wins Learn from your losses Die small time but become a colossus Goodbye life In order to my aborted daughter, if it's up to me, you would breathe comfortably. Feel your touch like a summer breeze. If you existed at all, I'd be a better me. Only ghost I ever claim to see. Goodbye, life. This next line for speed. Pursuit of perfection paralyzes. Time wastes for no man. You a demigod, the world in your hands. Be a skyscraper, penthouse, never the basement. Your talent is a gift to share, never wasted. Mama said, glimpse the future, reach forward, embrace it. But rushing leads to tragedies, to have patience. Hard to pace a spaceship when you're hungry, a bit off more than you can chew. You don't catch that later in a quiet moment. This is my atonement, this is a violent bonus. This ain't Alpha 2 Omega, this is Alpha Sazy.
Sometimes you the bug and sometimes you the windshield Sometimes you feel like you walking dead and should have been killed Think it's cool to say shit just got real? Nigga, it's been real Played yourself, making monkey ass moves, you should have been still The chance remains to break the chains of ignorance that still bind you To the weight of all your sorrows and the darkness in your heart that blinds you So truth's light can illuminate and elevate your mind to you And strengthen your resolve to put the worst in life behind you And say goodbye to an existence of sadness and depression Joyless days, restless nights, hopelessness and missing blessings What's the lesson? The path of least resistance causes weakness Turns the strongest, most aggressive of us all into the meekest To say goodbye life doesn't mean you're saying goodbye to living What it means is we can no longer accept simply existing Ain't no look on this bitch, I just wanna say goodbye life And ain't no love in this bitch, just goodbye life Celebrate your wins, learn from your losses that small time but become a colossus Goodbye life Goodbye life My day ones ain't my A1s Fucking service, look what they become It ain't this fucking drugs, got my brain so numb It was you and only you Supposed to be crew, supposed to be gang Think hugs and handshakes, got me going insane Cause I should've felt it that shit was seismic, split over nothing Humpty dumb niggas, never on top Quick to fall when the pressure on He put this back together Get them the brakes, so let me stop Let me off You niggas screw like a bottle cap Wind's coming out my pores, let me bottle that Fast lane, dip the curves, let me throttle that Did the right thing, nigga, where my karma at Told off when the circle, where we stopping at We tighter than a stocking cap Police still harass us, niggas turning caspers All we got is us, a world only gods know All we got is us, zips till my heart cold All we got is trust, plus Place my bus next to Biggie, Champagne Prodigy If it's gotta be, it's gotta be Force of nature for philosophy Probably, Probably.